Bring It On is a public affairs program exploring the people, issues, and events affecting the African-American communities in South Central Indiana and beyond. Bring It On is a forum for the people, by the people, produced by an independent team of volunteers working at the studios of Community Radio WFHB in Bloomington, Indiana, and financially supported by listeners like you. And good evening. I'm Clarence Boone, and welcome to this edition of Bring It On, broadcasting from WFHB radio station located in Bloomington, Indiana. We're a multiple award-winning show now in our 15th year as Indiana's only weekly community radio show committed to exploring the people, issues, and events impacting African Americans. African American History Month, or Black History Month, it has received official recognition from governments in the United States and Canada, and more recently has been observed unofficially in Ireland, the Netherlands, and the United Kingdom. It began as a way of remembering important people and events in the history of the African diaspora. To shed light on Black History Month activities, first in the city of Bloomington, we have with us the Associate Director of the Neil Marshall Black Culture Center, Gloria Howe, and we also have James Saunders, um, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Saunders or Sanders? Sanders. Sanders. Uh, okay, James Sanders is with us today. Um, he is. Now, James wears multiple hats. He's a City of Bloomington Black History Month Planning Committee member, chair of the city's Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Commission, and he is a commissioner on the city's Commission on the Status of Black Males. They're here to shed, again, light on Black History Month activities in the City of Bloomington, and then in the second half of the hour, we'll talk about activities going on on the campus at Indiana University. And with that, to both of you, welcome to Bring It On. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us again. And uh, I, I'm really thrilled in that, number one, let me just say right on the front that um, there have been over the years a, uh, a level of programming that just gets better and better with each passing year. Yeah. And are the programming both in the city and on the campus have received uh, wide recognition um, I recall on Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s day celebration, James, my hat goes off to you. It was a wonderful program at Buskirk Chumley. Thank you. And um, not only is our city supportive of that effort a day on and, and not a day off, but also it was broadcast by this station, WFHB, to the listening audience. There are few communities that do that. And that just puts Bloomington on the map. And it was a stellar program with wonderful uh, presenters. And of course, we had the privilege of interviewing the keynote uh, uh, address, uh, keynote speaker for that evening. And there were presentations made, uh, recognitions extended, singing, and the children, I believe, at Bachelor. Or was yeah. it uh, the Bachelor Elementary School? Fairview. 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 Yeah. I'm sorry, Fairview. Fairview. They were phenomenal. Oh, they, they were, were amazing. Um, do they have a CD or something? I don't think they do, but can, they can do a, a great job every year. Can you can you help a brother out and give me a CD? <laughs> Thank you. All right, on that note, we'll get back to our questions here. Um, but, again, I mean, there's so much going on, and I'll just say on the front end again, you know, wonderful job of programming for both the city and the, the campus. And I encourage everyone and anyone listening to get out, learn about our culture, 
take part, uh, enjoy. Uh, there are a lot of opportunities for participation, audience participation. And with that, we're going to sort of dive right in. We have a sort of a multitude of things to talk yes. about. We'll lead off with the city. James, give us your intro, um, your acceptance, I mean, your, your, your talk about <laughs> that, and we'll see what's going on. Well, good evening. Thanks again for having us. Um, uh, like you mentioned, I am the, uh, the chair for the Dr. Martin Luther King um, birthday celebration commission and um, I'm also on the um, committee for Black History Month events um, for the city of Bloomington and uh, I hope you all got a chance to come out to our kickoff that we held on January 30th um, it was really awesome we had a, a, a very great speaker um, when I went to school with uh, at Tennessee State University uh, HBCU um, and he spoke on the topic of black and blooming, and that's our theme for the for the month. And um, we had um, great performances. We had um, a great um, clearing of the air. Uh, what do we say? Saging centering. That, centering that <laughs> that Gloria Howard Howell did. Uh, Doctor Gloria Howell. And she's um, going to have to explain that, too, after you. Yes. You know, yes. What the centering. <laughs> I'll let her handle that. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, it did it surround food? No. Okay. No. I don't, then I don't there know how much centering was There was a reception, then. though. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, all right. Okay. There was a reception. Okay. Okay. Yes. 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 <laughs> We've had that conversation about. She's from Mississippi. And uh, we talked about how our grandmothers would, would cook the basics. Mm-hmm. And, uh, boy, yes. be in Mississippi right now. I'll tell yes. You. yes. All right, go right A bunch of Southerners. I'm, I'm from <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee. So oh, okay, okay. <laughs> some good recipes. But, um, yeah, that was our kickoff, and it was a, a wonderful event, and it's really set the tone for um, what we are trying to do this month, and we are trying to bring people from everywhere, every um, race, nationality, um, age range to our events. Um, speaking of the events, we have an event tomorrow evening. Um, it's called the State of the Black Community, and it will be at City Hall. Um, the reception will start at 5.30, and the program will, be, will begin at 6.30, and it's all free. Can, can I make a, a, a mention of something? Go, uh, go ahead. One of our uh, co-anchors uh, who, who to me is, is sort of considered the voice of uh, Bring It On, uh, Mr. William Hosea mm-hmm. is he will be presenting on Black-Owned Businesses. He's also chair of the Board of Commissioners for the Bloomington Housing Authority. He will be here tonight, but they're doing a run-through on uh, those presentations, mm-hmm. getting ready for tomorrow. It's going to be very impactful. And again, uh, to hear what's going on in our community uh, from those who studied, researched, and uh, can speak eloquently on that I encourage you to come out at the times that were noted he's going to talk on the number health challenges and economic impact of black owned businesses in Bloomington as well as an updated business directory will be explored and then there will be a conversation on black male health by Michelle Whitney who's the chair of the Monroe County Women's Commission there will be conversations on quality of care satisfaction levels mental and sexual health and then there will be conversations on mental health for African-American youth. And Dr. Tanisha Riley, uh, will, who's a postdoctoral fellow at the Center for Research on Race and Ethnicity and Society, visiting assistant professor in the Department of Psychology and Brain Sciences at Indiana University, will be talking on understanding racialized trauma. Racialized trauma. 
and moving toward care and coping for black youth and their families. I just wanted to put insert that um, because they put a lot of hard work and like I said, yes. the caliber of programming yes. every year is just it's just increasing. Yes, and it, it's it's really informative and uh, there are topics that 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 are being discussed that we don't often discuss, um, right. especially amongst our community. Um, specifically on the topics of health and, um, you know, different, you know, housing situations. Um, I was reading an article uh, with the IDS the other day, um, speaking of um, uh, just housing economics and, and how they are unfair towards uh, people who are within a certain tax bracket or who make, you know, less than, mm-hmm. you know, thirty or forty thousand dollars a year. So, now and that's a big thing in Bloomington. Um, the next things we have, um, one of the next major event is our um, essay contest reception. And I know you know a bit about that. Um, it's going to be at Fairview Elementary School um, on February 12th. And uh, what it is is that we have uh, students around the city write essays and they're judged by um, a panel of uh, judges who are selected you know, by different uh, city officials and they come and they get to see if they've won. Well, they already know that they've won, Something. but it's a reception mm-hmm. right? Um, celebrating their submissions. And we have prizes like uh, last year we gave away iPads and mm-hmm. um, different monetary um, gifts. And it's just uh, an awesome event for the children who've written essays, you know, to celebrate them pretty much. Well, James did mention that I, I'm, I'm aware of that. Yeah. Um, my my oldest daughter was a recipient of a gift last year because uh, she wrote an essay on um, Serena Williams and uh, she won in her category and uh, just as a father proud uh, sitting there beaming as yes. uh, she's up there receiving uh, nice. recognition for for what she what she put together um, you partner the city partners with different groups yes to pull this all off it's not just everything's done at City Hall but not you take all. this out into yes. the community. Not only that, um, there are lots of, um, if you were to look at the calendar on the City of Bloomington's website, um, you will find a, a, a calendar of events that are hosted by different organizations, um, some by IU, some by um, Greek uh, organizations, Black Greek mm-hmm. organizations, um, and, and the city as well. Um, it's just a conglomerate of um, Black History Month events and anyone can find an event that you know will suit them okay uh the uh they're also listening in this calendar i see that there there's something practically going on every day yes uh there are documentaries that uh are being aired say for instance at the monroe county public library there's a struggle for school desegregation a civil rights documentary and you know these are programs that if you ever wonder why or how, avail yourself of this. Typically for all these programs, there, there's no charge. And, and that's the really yes. nice thing. I mean, it's free. If you ever want to, to educate yourself or your family, you know, avail yourself of these things and, and get out and see what's going on. Now, one thing of interest, and perhaps uh, Gloria can speak to this, Saturday, February 8th, there's a Words Matter Black History Month Wikipedia Edit-a-thon at the Monroe County Public Library. Um, that's, uh, that, that title was fascinating, and, and I just, um, 
Wikipedia, of course, uh, sometimes we, we refer to that a little bit too much because it's not the, um, the most accurate, but then again, it really gives you sort of an overview, and a good idea of the, sort of the topics that you're researching, but a Wikipedia edit-a-thon, and, and that's just interesting if you have a word or two on that. Yeah, this is um, co-hosted by the No Marshall Black Culture Center Library, which is just a gem. I think one of the most probably um, unsung places, if you will, both in Bloomington and on campus. Um, Miss D and her library staff do a really, really great job, and we're just fortunate to have our own library staff um, staffed with black books, black magazines. Um, black art, all those different things. And so this event is something that I know Ms. D has been working hard to put together, um, not only with her, but she partners with other um, library communities. So kind of to what uh, James mentioned earlier about how this is very much this big kind of um, this this really huge partnership with, with so many other folks in the city. Um, some of our events very much kind of the kind of uh, go from city to, to campus. So we really bridge that town and gown that a lot of folks, I think, um, don't really know how to deal with in a college town sometimes. Um, people try to find their place, uh, whether you're a, a, a student and you're trying to figure out how you fit into the community or if you're a community member and you're trying to see how you're connected to the campus because you know it's such a large part of the community. Um, I think just the the Wikipedia edit-a-thon event is just one one example of how you kind of see a bridge of town and gown with the No Marshall Library, and then you see the Monroe County Public Library, and I think that's kind of this overall theme of of the events that are going on both um, with the city and with with the campus. Okay, well, and we'll come back and and talk a little bit more about campus uh, activities, but getting back to what's going on in the city, uh, James, if if you want to pick up and talk about some of the scheduled programs. Oh, um, I spoke about the kickoff. I spoke about the essay. Um, our uh, last flagship event is the Black History Month Gala, and it's bigger and better every year. Um, last year, we had it at the Hilton Garden Inn for, like, maybe the million times. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's quite the event. It, it, it sells is, out it quick. Is. It is sells but, uh, out quick this year, um, and it will this year okay. also. Um, especially since we have a new venue, um, we are having it at the Woolery Mill. That's uh, oh, twenty two yeah. West Sunstone Drive, Bloomington, Indiana. The reception will begin at six, and the gala will begin at seven. Okay, and a fabulous um, place, uh, Hannah yes. Center at their gala gala out there, and uh, a really wonderful setting out there so yeah that this is going to be a wonderful evening yes it's going to be great we um we are going to have a, a new band um play um play the hits as uh as we're used to and, and we're and you and glory are going to do a duet right we are not uh, I, come on james <laughs> i thought wait a minute now I, you know your agent misrepresented you now i sing solo that you can hear me <laughs> okay solo <laughs> can't okay. hear me All right. So, but it's 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 truly going to be a great event, and as you mentioned before, it's going to sell out. It sells out every year. Mm -hmm. um, tickets went on sale on January thirtieth, 
and you can find them on Buscart Chamley's website. Um, and you can, and we also have links um, on the city of Bloomington's website too. The tickets are sixty dollars per person, mm-hmm. and you can also um, find out more information about sponsoring tables. Okay. Uh, I'm looking at the the program of events beautifully done, mm-hmm. and as James said, it is online, uh, and it's not too late to, um, you know, plan your day, plan your evenings, and, and just yes. plan to come on out. I want to go yes. back uh, to something that I see here. Now, this is 2020, and a lot of things are going on this year, one of which will occur this coming November. It's election time, and yes. on Sunday, the 23rd of this month, at Second Baptist Church, another partner with the city, uh, there's a program, My Vote, My Power, Onward, at Second Baptist Church, and they're going to center activities on talks and many workshops that'll stimulate the interest for all citizens to realize the importance of the vote, and, you know, these are uh, programs of interest for the community to um, not only enlighten, but to empower the, the community because our vote is one of the most significant, um, impactful things we can do as a people. Gloria, um, can you talk about uh, the program on the 22nd of February, Elizabeth, a free woman of color? That's going on at the Monroe County Center, History Center. Um, let me see, which is, I guess, a, a reenactment that's gonna take place. Yeah, so um, this is a private screening of a film that promotes uh, the contributions of African Americans in the arts. Um, so this is something that I think will will be interesting to um, a very diverse crowd, especially folks who are into um, the arts and specifically uh, African American and African American women's contributions. Um, to the arts, so this would be um, kind of that that artistic flair um, that that's going along with all of our events um, that we're having for for the city. So we're trying to highlight uh, Black folks' contributions in different areas, and the arts is definitely um, important. And so uh, we hope that folks will go out and enjoy um, this private screening. Okay, uh, when. Uh, you mentioned you're on the committee uh, for yes. the planning, James, and and how far out does a committee uh, plan the events? Uh, I mean, the wonderful templates provided, of course, from activities from last year, but on 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 average, how far out does the planning take place? Well, uh, I'm actually glad you mentioned that because under the direction of um, Ms. Shatoya Moss, we have been able to. Um, start the planning far more in advance. Mm-hmm. We had an exit meeting um, in probably mid-March okay. mm-hmm. of, um, of last year mm-hmm. in which we spoke about um, the past events, the, how the month went, and a uh, path forward. We mm-hmm. actually toured um, Woolery Mill okay. um, in April. Um, with that being used, got things together, and that's all due to her. Um, so we've gotten a, an amazing jump on this year's events, and um, that's why we can so confidently um, recommend you come to them because a lot of thought and effort has been put into everything that's going on this month. Um, and and again, that's it. Go ahead. And well, I was going to say again, the theme for, for this year? Yes, Black and Blooming. Black um, and Blooming. 
we wanted to come up with something that was um, that really highlighted the the citizens of Bloomington, whether you be, um, you know, a townie, I guess you would say, or um, NIU student or just a, a black professional in the area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone is is coming into their own. Everyone has has been planted to do something. And we wanted to highlight, you know, all of those efforts. Um, we made a video for our kickoff. Um, just, just as a, just, you know, featuring Bloomington, um, black people in Bloomington that are, you know, doing amazing things. And it was just rife with amazing individuals that we see on a daily basis. And we try not to take that for granted. Sure. Yeah. And there's a special emphasis too, with, with a theme on focusing, um, somewhat on young people from, I mean, elementary all the way up to to college students and young professionals in the area um, because we realize even our committee itself, um, a lot of the folks on the committee, like James, myself, Shatoya, Joy Forrest, Deborah Vance, um, all the folks who, Kyra Richardson, all the people who are on the committee um, are, have been connected in some type of way to, to different things that are happening in the community. But we also talked about when we were developing the theme how there are a lot of folks who were transplanted in, in Bloomington, mm-hmm. um, like James and myself, whether it be for work or for school, and we stuck around. And right. so we're trying to ha- figure out how to make this community home. And one way to do that is to um, show folks that it doesn't matter if you're here for a year or if you've been here for 90 years, yes. you're appreciated and you can still leave a mark on this community. Well, the, ver- the voice you heard was Gloria Howe, who's Associate Director of the Neil Marshall Black Culture Center. And also we've been hearing from Mr. James Sanders, who is the City of Bloomington Black History Month Planning Committee member. He's one of the phenomenal members on that planning committee, and he's also chair of the city's Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s commission. And he is a commissioner this on the city's commission on the status of black males. So, so Ms. Howell and, and Mr. Sanders are here uh, sort of talking up the month, but actually, if you're, if you're a resident of Bloomington, you have no doubt discerned that uh, this particular month really starts back in the month of January with mm-hmm. the, the um, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. kickoff that yeah. day. Yeah. And it sort of, it just you know, crescendos up to the gala uh, yes. in, at the end of February. And I want to go back to the to the MLK activities, and we're going to get back to more of the planning. But one thing this city has done they've they've embraced the concept of a day on, not a day off. Yes. And along with all the the citywide engagement events and campus wide engagement events, there's one thing that continues beyond that day, and I think it's what the 40 days of service or something. It, there's a there's sort of a concept that let's take this beyond this day. The, uh, the, the different uh, elements and, and the different uh, uh, things that Dr. Keene espoused, and, and let's carry this out longer than just mm-hmm. one day or one week. Can you talk about some of the planning that went into the MLK uh, Day of Observance? Well, um, we observed the 40 Days of Peace um, starting on uh, MLK and going to April 4th. <coughs> um, but our as you said, um, we have a, an annual program every year on uh, Martin Luther King Day. And this year, um, it was just amazing. We had um, 
our keynote speaker, Dr. Melina Abdullah. Mm -hmm. She is a professor from UCLA um, and a, a Black Lives Matter activist. And she was, speaker. Yeah, she was. Um, she spoke on courage and beautiful struggle, honoring Dr. Martin Luther King with our work. And that's what we strive to do on the MLK um, Birthday Celebration Commission. Um, we have lots of events in which we helped to fund um, for not only the day on and not a day off, but for the continuing 40 days of peace. And um, we, just to name a few, we did, uh, we helped with the college internship program um, with the Crestmont Boys and Girls Club. And we did some painting at the, uh, at a mission house. Mm. Um, and, and we just like to do uh, a lot of things and this year, we were fortunate enough to get um, just under $10,000 um, to give to different organizations doing things, you know, to further the um, economic and social and civil advancement um, in the community. So mm -hmm. that was really awesome to be a part of. I got a chance to make it to three events that day, okay, not including the program. So okay. for me, it was truly a day on and not a day off. And um, Gloria was really busy. And. That's what we try to promote. You don't have to be at a big number of events. Just do something to right, make right. a change for that day. And especially remember the sacrifices that not only Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. made, but right. tons of civil rights activists, not only that have passed, but are still living with us. And some of our, uh, our civil rights icons have transitioned yes. uh, in 2019, and our hearts are, are still just really trying to adjust to that but you're right you know for someone not to take advantage of these events you're, you're doing yourself a disservice especially if you you have curiosity about the black culture the black race and how we as a people are evolving uh, we are not a stagnant group of people we're not a monolithic group of people we're mm -hmm. very dynamic and come on out and learn uh, and there's scholarships I believe that are available on MLK Day, or are there scholarships during Black History Month? There are scholarships during um, Black History Month with the essay contest, and okay. we have um, doled out um, different funding to different organizations, okay. and they fund uh, students or um, other participants to do certain things. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad to be part of a station, a radio station, WFHB, that covers a lot of the activities during uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Um, one thing, if we can touch on on this, all of this doesn't happen in a vacuum, and the two people that are seated across from me aren't the only ones who plan all these activities. So no, now's the time, an opportunity <laughs> to sort of boast and to, I heard that, James. Now, now's the time to sort of boast on the people who help pull this together, some of them the unsung heroes, but now's the time to give them a shout-out and give them their they're uh, 15, well, 15 second uh, shine and glory. So if you want to start right there, just maybe name off the people who are part of this. Well, Gloria named off some people earlier. Okay. Um, we don't want to miss anyone. So James is printed on the paper. I uh, so I mean, <laughs> I tell you what, but that's I will, I will, I will, no, I will no, take us. We'll, okay. Can we'll, we, can we'll we mention, the, I do want to yes. mention the, co the committee members yes. um, that yes, kind yes. of came to the table to as as James mentioned, uh, Shatoya Moss, yes. um, who does amazing, amazing work, kind of pull this group together. 
um, Martha Chamberlain, Joy Forrest, William Hosea, myself and James and Kyra Richardson um, are kind of at the at the table kind yes. of coming up yes. with um you know our it, our job is easy because we have all the rest of the our partners because everybody um thinks so so much about the significance of this month and so mm-hmm. um you know we get together to host those to host our specific signature events for the city but um James is going to mention the other um folks that are involved in all of this planning. Sure. You know, we would be remiss actually if we didn't thank the um and recognize the community um I'm sorry, the community and family resources department. Um specifically um Mrs. Beverly Callender Anderson, she's the director actually. Um and of course Shatoya Moss, she's the um one of the directors also and Sam Miller, um O'Neill, he's one of the fellows and Elizabeth Funkhauser Cox, she's a uh, sick, a civic scholar, okay. Cox civic scholar. Right. Yeah, but yeah. Well, I'm, we're almost out of time for this segment, but um, you know, I have I have lived long enough. As I said, the evolution of, of the Black History Month. Uh, I recall when it was a a week, or, and I recall when it was mm-hmm. it was you know those that preceded me recall fighting just to get a week recognition. And now, as I am now a little older, uh, <laughs> it's an entire month. And, you know, I, I sort of joked a little bit as far as it being in the shortest month of the year. But to me, black history is every day of the year. Yes. And um, that's just been a floating joke for the, for years in the black community. But, James, you have another thing to add to that. Yes. Um, I, I'd also like to recognize the... Um, the Black Greek organizations um, uh, doing things in the city. We have a very, a very big um, following here in Bloomington. Um, we have uh, different events. For instance, we have the Zetas um, hosting a uh, the Bowling for Babies event on February 22nd, and we have the Deltas, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. They will be having a pancake breakfast on February 8th, and okay. all of these events are. Um, are going to uh, a bigger cause uh, that the sororities hold near and dear to their hearts. Um, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated is also hosting a soul train event after the gala, and it's just going to be a nice event where you can wear your dress or your tuxedo and your favorite pair of kicks, your okay. tennis shoes or your Jordans or whatever they. So, they so are. if I if I brought my my Afro wig out, right? And, you can definitely do that. I could, I could bring my Afro wig out. And I could act like Don Cornelius. Yes. And, and I could like do the electric twist or slide or uh, down this soul train. And Gloria's <laughs> laughing at me, people. But <laughs> you can I mean, do. Some, you can somebody's going to do. Somebody's going to do the bump going <laughs> down that line. And uh, but anyway. Yes, it's it's going to be fun. It's all going to be fun. But we um we are definitely looking forward to all of these events. All right. Um, one thing uh, that we always want to take advantage. The opportunity to do as we sort of round this out is talk a little bit about the sponsors. Now, there are numerous and there are myriad type of sponsors, a lot of in-kind type of sponsorships, but there's some who are distinctly mentioned in this program. And Dr. K. Luke Eads, um, uh, I. James Torrey, McQueeba Reese, Indiana University Credit Union, Indiana University History Department, Southern Star Number 50, the Order of the Eastern Star Jurisdiction of Indiana. Stone City Lodge, number 54, Prince Hall Masons, jurisdiction of Indiana. 
and of course there are, there are other partners, but these were prominently mentioned in this particular calendar. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we end this, any final parting words on the city's uh, activities, uh, either uh, Gloria or James, before we take a break? Well, we again, our um, <coughs> theme this month is Black History Month, Black and Blooming, and you can find all of the information regarding the events on the City of Bloomington's website, and we hope that we see you around. Well, I just want to thank, again, uh, Ms. Gloria Howe, Associate Director of the No Marshall Black Culture Center, uh, for joining us to shed light on Black History Month activities uh, in the city of Bloomington. She actually wears dual hats. She's going to stay with us during the second hour, as well as James. We have just drafted him to stay an additional 30 minutes. He doesn't know it yet. But uh, Mr. James Sanders, who's the city of Bloomington Black History Month planning, you know, he does everything in Bloomington. We'll just summarize this long title. But he's city of Bloomington Black History Month planning committee member, chair of the city's Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Commission, and he's a commissioner on the city's Commission on Status of Black Males. And he's also a former contributor to Bring It On, as well as Miss Gloria Howell. Uh, so we are going to take a break at this time, a music break. You are listening to Bring It On here on your community radio station, WFHB, broadcasting from Bloomington, Indiana.
You just heard Black Man by famed singer, writer, producer, and multi-award-winning artist Stevie Wonder. Uh, Black Man is a track on the 1976 Stevie Wonder album, Songs in the Key of Life. The song was written about Wonder's desire for worldwide interracial harmony and criticism of racism as evidenced in earlier works such as Living for the City. Early in our broadcast, I mentioned that we had brought some special guests on to talk about Black History Month events, uh, both on the, uh, in the city of Bloomington and on the IU campus. We're now going to switch gears, and both my guests have agreed to stay. Uh, translation, I locked the doors. Uh, <laughs> and with us is Gloria Howell, who is the Associate Director uh, of the IU No Marshall Black Culture Center, and James Sanders, who's City of Bloomington Black History Month Planning Committee member, and chair of the city's Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Commission, and he is a commissioner on the city's commission on the status of black males. And before we uh, delve into uh, more program conversation, here's a Black History Month tidbit. On this day, 150 years ago, on February the 3rd, 1870, the 15th Amendment was ratified, which established the right to vote for black men in America. While Jim Crow laws would grip the South by 1877, there was a brief seven-year window of opportunity. Half a million black voters, half a million black voters turned out at the polls, and 2,000 black officials are estimated to have been elected during this time. And again, uh, there was a program, I recall, uh, at Second Baptist Church that will seek to educate our citizens on the power and impact of your vote, one man, one vote. Uh, I do encourage you uh, to, to avail yourself of that. And if you've not registered to vote, I'll be the first to tell you, please register to exercise your right to vote. And with the, join me back again, Gloria and James. Let's, let's switch gears now and talk about the, uh, the IU campus. Gloria, what's going on at the Neil Marshall Black Culture Center? A lot. A Always lot. a lot. <laughs> don't y'all take a break over there? No. Okay. All right. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> what is? Uh, what are some of your signature events? Not only through uh, the month of February, but you all really. When she says a lot, you all do a lot. And throughout the year, are there some signature events that you can point to of interest? Yeah, absolutely. So um, this is the best time to be discussing a, a lot of our signature events because it's the 50th anniversary of the Black Culture Center. So um, this academic year, 2019 to 2020, we're celebrating um, power, progress, and promise, which is our theme for the year. Um, and really going into this, we wanted to honor those folks on whose shoulders we stand um, in terms of paying homage and recognizing those folks who kind of paved the way for uh, black students today and black faculty and staff on campus. And so it's been a really, really fun year so far. Um, so signature events that we've had, we started um, at the top of the academic year with uh, kind of this idea that every event that we have, even if it's a signature event and something that we do annually, that um, it would have like a 50th twist um, on the event. So we started out with freshman painting ceremony um, in September, and that event uh, we invited um, alums from the class. I know I'm going to get this wrong because I have several years floating in my head, but we were trying to get students who were freshmen in 1970 um, to come and 
uh, be a part of that event. And we, we had one individual in particular that we were happy to see, um, Mr. Vernon Williams, who um, was also uh, very instrumental in the Neil Marshall Alumni Club. Um, and he was able to, um, I guess you could say, to pin our first student our first freshman student that we called out and then we were able to pin him um, because we know back then it was... They it didn't was, have any pens. Exactly. They, they, they gave they an ink no, pen to sign the Bursar no. bill, but they yes. probably were not given a pen. Yes, exactly. So we knew that that would be a special moment and we're kind of... Um, Absolutely. You know, capping that off with our black congratulatory ceremony mm-hmm. um, that will happen in May, May 8th. Um, which we're excited about because our plan is to bring back folks who um, were graduates, so mm-hmm. the class of 1970. Well, I, I want to interrupt you right there. When you talk about the freshman pinning ceremony, and, and I want our listeners to understand uh, that, think of it, you're a freshman at this huge, huge, huge uh, institution uh, that if, it, it could be overwhelming for freshman students who may come from different communities where they never attended uh, maybe a large high school. So here you are at Indiana University, a Research One institution, noted and known all throughout the world for all the uh, contributions it's made to society. And you're an entering freshman on a campus uh, that you have to navigate. And you may have maybe come through one of the bridge programs like groups through the previous summer and now you're here starting off your first semester, but this could be a bit, somewhat a daunting journey. And now to be welcomed at the Neil Marshall Black Culture Center, so named for Marcellus Neil and Francis Marshall, the two African-Americans who were the first of their particular genders to graduate from this institution, to be pinned, to be recognized. And the pinning really is you receive this lapel pin that is uh, uh, placed on you. And words are shared, and knowing Vernon Williams he was not short for comments because I know Vernon and, and they were probably prolific, very emotional, very passionate, but nevertheless, they were from the heart. Mm-hmm. And, and so students are gathered and words are spoken. You're embraced uh, and you're fed it with just wonderful, scrumptious food. And, and you're probably feeling like, wow, I feel welcome. Mm-hmm. And that was the pinning ceremony. And then at the end of the year, the Neil Marshall Black Culture Center mm-hmm. wants to end your academic journey with a sort of a going away commencement, the true meaning of commencement, the launching forth, mm-hmm. uh, you're about to commence and just leave and they, and they do it in fine fashion. So that pinning ceremony, whoever came up with that idea, it was a stroke of genius because it means so much to entering freshmen when they get here. Absolutely. I just took that liberty. I just had to. That was <laughs> No, you're, it's you're a very, right. It's an emotional moment. Uh, you're sitting there and it just means so much and your parents aren't there now. Mm-hmm. They aren't there. Now they're there at the end, but it's just you and people you just met. Yeah. And you're about to embark on a journey that will transform your life forever. Mm-hmm. So what other things do you do of interest there? So <laughs> I'm really excited about something that, again, this is a signature event. Folks know the Neil Marshall um, for having the midday house parties. Mm-hmm. And uh, this year, not only is it a special year for us, but it's a special year for the Department of African American and African Diaspora Studies. They're celebrating 50 years as a department. Um, and also the African American Arts Institute is celebrating 45 years. So it's just a lot of monumental 
uh, anniversaries that we're celebrating in this year, we're kind of adding a twist to the midday house party, which is typically just an event where um, students, faculty, staff can come. They get a, a nice meal. Um, and we fellowship, but it's also a moment of check-in for us as the staff to see how students are doing, um, the political climate, and just things just happening in the world. Um, sometimes we just need to check in on each other. Mm-hmm. And the midday house party is that opportunity for us to say, hey, you know, have you eaten today? Are you going to class? Um, you know, are you taking care of yourself? Those types of things. And so this year, or this academic year for the midday house parties, um, we're actually partnering with those other two entities that I mentioned. Um, I must say Dr. Candace Smith, um, who is faculty over in Triple ADS, is amazing. And she and I came up with this um, this initiative called Black Table Talk Series, kind of a playoff of Red Table Talk, Jada Pinkett Smith and her mother and her daughter. Um, but Black Table Talk, Ours is set up a little differently, but we like to play on words. Um, So we called it Black Table Talk, and it's a series where we wanted to um, come together and offer um, kind of the feel that you get at a midday house party, the, you know, I feel at home, I can dance, I can eat, (laughs) that sort of thing. I can, you know, move around a little Mm -hmm. bit. That's it, Clarence. Um, (laughs) That sort of thing. But also add an educational component with that. And so that's where... um, the Triple ADS department as an academic unit has been instrumental. Um, so we had a coffee shop chat. The series has four separate events. So in uh, during homecoming weekend in October, we had a coffee shop chat that featured um, no Marshall staff members. So Tim Womack, Nancy Cross Harris, Inger Nemchik, folks who are really our village and who are the glue that really keeps our center together. Um, and we also had Michael Barlow, who um, is an alum who painted some uh, very powerful um, portraits that we have of, of Martin Luther King Jr. and Denver Smith, um, another um, person who's a student who was gunned down um, in Bloomington. But we had the four of those individuals on a panel talking about the old days. I think we call the event um, Back Down Memory Lane. Thank you, Minnie Ripperton. Um, but we... It was just a beautiful conversation to hear them laugh and talk and even cry about the folks who were instrumental in their lives, the James Mumfords, the Herman Hudsons, the um, Carmel Russells, all these folks who were instrumental um, to them and really pouring into our students and saying, this is the foundation that was laid and this is how you can build upon that legacy. So that was a really nice event. Um, And it was literally coffee and chatting in the morning. It was really great. and then we had a lunch and learn, which is the more so of the play of the midday house party. We're calling them lunch and learns, where students um, come and get their lunch. And the first um, lunch and learn that we had in November, we had um, faculty from Triple ADS, um, Dr. Valerie Grimm, Dr. Maria Hamilton Abagunde, um, and Dr. Nana Amoa, and um, Nana Ramey, I'm sorry, and uh, Dr. Smith talked about. Um, the 400th anniversary of African arrival um, to the Americas. And so we talked about the implications for that and what that means for us today. And then the other two events are gonna, events are gonna happen in the spring. Um, one is happening during Black History Month, which is February the 19th. Um, that is a lunch and learn on student activism. So we have a very, very special guest that I'm really, really excited to, to have. Um, Mr. Keith Parker, who is the second African-American um, to be 
elected student body president actually 50 years ago. Um, he was elected to that seat. And also Keith Parker um, led protests mm -hmm. on the Bloomington campus. Yes. And uh, uh, that's going to be an incredible speech. Yes. Um, now, we're segueing into Black History Month, mm -hmm. and, and let's continue in that vein, but uh, I just want to applaud you and, uh, and Miss Monica Johnson uh, for the wonderful work that you and your staff are doing Thank at you. the Neil Marshall Black Culture Center. So with that, uh, sort of as the background on the Black Culture Center, mm -hmm. what's going on in the month of February? Lots of cool things. So um, one thing that I, that I think is really neat is how, again, we're bringing the city and the, the community into what we're doing on campus. So our kickoff was the day after the city of Bloomington's for the Culture Center. Um, it was this past Friday, we had what we called Black the Runway fashion show. Um, James actually participated in it. He was one of the curators for the men's fashion segment. Um, did James model? He did. I killed it. He killed it. He, he killed, killed the game. on the runway. He killed the game. I mean. Women were swooning. The boy was clean. Okay. Oh, oh, I think that's a bridge too <laughs> far. Man. He did such a great job. And, and there's videotape on this. <laughs> oh, we it's have on all YouTube. The, we have it all the put videos. Put it on YouTube <laughs> this week. Okay. Go ahead. We have all the videos. It was beautiful. Um, it was just, I can't describe, I, I was very, very tired, but um, I can't describe how beautiful it was to see so many folks come together for um, an event of this of this caliber. We had students um, who curated segments of the show. So we had different segments that um, we wanted to honor, which is what we're doing all month, honor black folks contributions in literally everything. So we wanted to open with fashion and creativity. So we had students, there are a lot of uh, black students on campus who are so talented that design their own clothes. Um, and if they don't, if they don't design, they style folks. So we had mannequins, um, that the Eskenazi School provided us, that we dressed with students' creations. Um, we had segments that honored, and again, these were a lot of them were student-curated. We had some community members to curate segments, mm -hmm. but um, we had some students to curate um, an African-inspired segment. And these students were not just um, putting on African clothing. They were from, they had parents who were still in the motherland, or grandparents mm -hmm. who were still in the motherland. So this was very special for them. Um, we had a children's segment where we had, you know, parents bring their kids to participate. Um, we had a segment that paid homage to the African-American Arts Institute um, using their old costumes as um, pieces that they modeled. Um, and then our last segment that we had was was very cool. We did a play on um, honoring black iconic film and TV. Mm -hmm. So we had um, folks to kind of put their, their own little spin on these groups. So we had an all-girl cast of The Wiz, um, and they kind of dressed in a more modernized version. We had a black lioness that were, wore black fur. We had a yellow brick road, and the, one of our host, Elise Smith, wore a yellow suit down the runway. I mean, it was gorgeous. Um, we did Lady Sings the Blues. We did The Wiz. We did A Different World, where we had all of our HBCU grads, which, again, was a part of that connecting the town and gown to that as well and, and James also played a part in that yeah and and I would like to add under the the direction of uh, Monica and, and Dr. Glow I call it Doc Glow now that um, even though I didn't attend IU the Neil Marshall Black Cultural Center 
um, definitely tries to get um, the community involved in their events. And that's why I love it so much because I don't have any ties to IU basically other than the people that I know. But I get to make my my network larger and, mm-hmm. you, and more effective when I meet these people and when I'm engaged by them. And they do a wonderful job at that. James tries to be so humble. <laughs> I am. His extensive <laughs> network extends to IU. <laughs> James all over that place. He's <laughs> everywhere. Okay, okay, so 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 moving on because we have about about three actually whoa three maybe four minutes left. The month of February. So the other things we have going on uh, quickly we have um, February the fifth Black Faculty and Staff Appreciation which is hosted by the Black Faculty and Staff Caucus. Um, that's on February the fifth at six in the Bridgewater's Lounge and most of these events actually all of them are happening in the Culture Center. Mm-hmm. Um, Something that I'm really excited about, February the 11th at 6 p.m., which is next Wednesday or next Tuesday, we have an environmental social justice speaker series. We're partnering with the Integrated Program in the Environment, um, which is an academic program. Um, And we have Dr. Valerie Grimm, who's going to be talking about her research dealing (coughs) with black farming, black agriculture. Very interesting research and what what it means to have kind of this social justice compass um, in terms of agriculture. And then uh, we're partnering with Maquiba and Kelly off the School of Diversity Initiatives for an open mic night as well um, on Wednesday the 12th. So we have student performers for that event. We have a Black Joy Conference that um, a good friend of mine, Quentin Stroud, is is uh, hosting and putting on by the Black Joy Collective, which is a group on campus as well. Well, Black Joy, what? okay. In 10 seconds, Black Joy is, or we get, we just express joy. Yeah, in in all kinds of ways. So it's loving your blackness, every aspect of your blackness, um, and expressing that in ways that you that you see fit. Okay. Um, so it's it's really great. It's going to be a really great conference. Okay. You can register right. for that as well. Black Table Talk series I already mentioned, um, and then we're going to close the month out with Black Knowledge Bowl. And Clarence, that's you probably always, know about that, Black Knowledge big, Bowl. That's always a big. That, yes. That's bragging rights. Absolutely. That, that is for we a whole are, year. Yes. Your team can brag. Absolutely. Or your team can hide in shame. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're so excited about that. That's on February the twenty seventh. Um, we've been talking to Dr. Portia Maltzby and several folks who were kind of oh, instrumental in the Black Knowledge Bowl. So we're yeah. really excited about putting that one together. And all of these events are on our website as well. Um, and we send out a newsletter that goes out to folks so if you're interested um, in getting more information, just go to our website as well as our Facebook page, um, No Marshall Black Culture Center. All right. Well, as, as ladies and gentlemen that are listening in, uh, as you can tell, there's a wealth of, of wonderful programs that are going on. And, and again, I encourage you to get out this month and, and don't be a stranger to some of these events. We did not touch upon them all, but we did tell you where you can go and get more information. And uh, it's, it's a wonderful way to learn about the black culture, to celebrate the black culture, and to, su- to support not only students, but uh, local uh, events and uh, participants and sponsoring entities that are taking part in Black History Month. As time has, as it always does, it, it has gotten away from us. I just want to take this time to personally thank both uh, Gloria Howell, Associate Director of the Mill Marshall Black Culture Center, who's doing a phenomenal job over there, as well as James Sanders, City of Bloomington Black History Month Planning Committee member and chair of the city's Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Commission and commissioner on the city's commission on the status of black males. He's, he does so much for sharing important information on upcoming black history Month events of interest for the, 
for the Bloomington and Indiana University communities. Bring It On has an open submission policy, so if you have an idea for this program, let's hear it. Send an email to our volunteer staff. The address is bringingon at wfhb.org. We want to make sure we share everything and anything affecting the African-American community with our listening audience in Bloomington and beyond. The email address, once again, is bringingon at wfhb.org. Our show's producer is yours truly, Clarence Boone, with help from WFHB's News Department Director, Cade Young. Tonight's board engineer, excellent, was Chantal LaFontaine. Our original theme music was created by Jamil Effiam, with additional background tracks by David Baker. For WFHB, I'm Clarence Boone. Tune in next Monday, February the 10th at 6 p.m. for another Bring It On broadcast when we will examine the impeachment trial of President Donald Trump right here on your community radio station, WFHB. You've been listening to Bring It On, a volunteer-powered production of Community Radio WFHB in Bloomington, Indiana. Bring It On is your forum for open dialogue on the people, issues, and events affecting the African-American community in South Central Indiana and beyond. Send your comments, suggestions, and story ideas directly to the Bring It On staff. The email address is bringit at wfhb.org. That's bringit at wfhb.org.